Hey, I'm Bo, and this is Trailing Rainbows. Every day, I'm figuring out a little more of who I want to be. And you're welcome to come along for the ride. Roll down the windows if you want to feel the wind, and speak up if you want to change the music. January 20th. Dear Mom, Jasper sent a call me message along the bracelets today. We've created a few messages for them using Morse code. Even though I'm not sure I could do the SOS code, we decided on for if I have another anxiety attack. In the moment, my hands are always so shaky. I hardly have the control to touch the bracelet, much less tap out the dots and dashes of SOS. But all of that is beside the point in the moment because I called him and he's quit his job, taken his savings and a loan and got himself a little shop down on the bayfront. He's going to sell all sorts of amazing things in it and be right in the thick of the action. I think he still feels pressured to go into the family business, but when I asked him about it, he said they were trying to understand he would have done well on the ocean, I know, but his soul is settled in the beautiful things people create from the ocean as well. I hope someday his family will truly appreciate this, instead of only trying to understand. He sent me pictures while we talked about some of the cooler things he's already stocked the store with. He has handmade items from all over Newport and some from further inland as well. I'm so proud of him for chasing after the things that make him happy. I know I've only known him for a few months, really, but every time we talk, we seem to get a little closer to being lifelong friends. I feel like I've been watched over throughout this trip, protected and brought together with the people I needed the most. And I know friendships fade, and I may not remain friends with them. Not for the rest of my life. But there's something shiny about a friendship built on adventures. Jasper says Meg and Tom come down to see him every month or so. And they build a fire on the sand and watch the sun sink into the ocean. The way he describes it makes it sound like a rite of some sort. And it makes me wish I could be back there with them instead of over here adventuring in the eastern states. He says the last time they were there, a pod of whales went by. I woke up early this morning and went to the beach. The Atlantic is so blue here, where the Pacific was green and gray, wild and free. The Atlantic is blue. The waves are large, and lots of surfers were out. When I laid my towel out and huddled in my hoodie, waiting for the sun to rise. Florida doesn't get truly cold, I suppose, but the breeze coming in off the ocean was a little chilly. I took lots of pictures and sent them to Jasper, but he replied with a picture of the sea lions who have floating pallets to rest on down at the bayfront, and I couldn't argue that he had the better view. Still, the sun rising over the ocean was a happy sight. The waves crashing and gulls crying, almost enough to make me close my eyes and dream of the Oregon coast. 
I have nothing bad to say about the Florida coast, other than that it wasn't the Oregon coast. Tomorrow I'm going to check out the Universal Orlando Resort. I've always wanted to visit it, and since I skipped Disneyland in California, it seems right to not skip all the big entertainment sites in Florida. I couldn't decide whether to go to Disney World or Universal, but there's only about 10 miles between them, so I'll probably go to both. It will definitely take at least two days, though, and then I won't want to see another roller coaster for a few months. Worth it. After that, I think I'll come back to the ocean for a bit, play in the surf, and build some sandcastles. Maybe I'll join one of the bonfires blazing away at night and watch the moon rise while s'mores melt over the heat of the flames and someone strums a guitar. Or maybe, since it's January, they won't have bonfires and I'll watch the sunset and then hurry back to the warmth of my teardrop and the peace of my current book. Either way, the weather has been beautiful, and Florida has been a welcoming place with friendly people. They're very used to tourists here, so no one even gave me a second glance. I ended up getting a manicure and pedicure since I was walking downtown and found a cute little shop. I should find a hair salon next. The lack of a mirror in my teardrop has given me a very inaccurate view of what I look like but I know my hair has grown several inches out from when I colored it last in New Mexico or Arizona, revealing the light brown color of my natural hair. Maybe I should just get it dyed my natural color instead of forcing my hair to look like the rest of my genetically redheaded self. That would probably make more sense with still having several months of travel before me. Still, I started dyeing my hair red as a joke on you for Mother's Day years ago. And it feels disloyal to change it now. For now, at least, with the warmth of my teardrop around me and Key snuggled in close, I feel not quite so alone as I might. Blue toenails and grown-out hair and all. My life without you could be ever so much worse. I still miss you. I will always love you. Bo. Hi, this is Bethany, and thank you for listening to Trailing Rainbows. The original story was worked out by my cousin, my sister and I while on a road trip, and it's taken on a life of its own over the last eight months. I'm glad for the chance to incorporate new ideas and places into the story. So if you think of a place Bo could visit or a person she could meet, please let me know by messaging me on my author page on Facebook.